0: Welcome to the Central Group Leadership Podcast, a podcast to inform, instruct, and inspire you toward creating community within your church. Here's your hosts, Pastor Anthony Matrone and Pastor Sarah Holmes. Okay, well, welcome to episode nine nine of the Central Group Leadership Podcast. This is where we hope to help you lead your group to closeness with God. And with others, yes. wherever you may be listening from, maybe you're a group leader here at Central Assembly. Maybe you're a group leader anywhere in the nation or world. Maybe
1: you're a friend who saw this post on Instagram and said, we're going to listen to it. <laughs> there you so go. glad you're here. Yes,
0: <laughs> that really works. We hope people are sharing <laughs> right. it. Right. So, yeah, anyways, we're so glad that you have joined us today. We have a really awesome conversation with crystal martin yes. here in a minute we'll share a little bit more about that in a second um but wow sarah yes life has changed life for you has so changed. sarah marsiglio is now sarah holmes yes how did that happen
1: marriage wow. <laughs> I, and I am how are am, things
0: going it is
1: going so great you're like
0: a couple weeks in
1: yeah almost like three weeks i think wow. we're almost three weeks so we're loving it it's so fun after three years of distance we're three weeks in and it's amazing we're just loving it we're playing games and hanging out yeah, together it's, it's awesome great. so
0: and you'll you'll enjoy your first year it's always fun. Yeah, <laughs> first year's we, fun.
1: I hope we like all the years.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, go, you enjoy all your years, right. of course. It will be great. Yeah, you guys are going to enjoy. it. That's great. Yes. Well, congratulations. Thank we're so you. happy for you. Thank you, thank you. Uh, we do. We're, today, we're going to talk about delegation. Yes. Um, and Crystal Martin, if I know anything about her, she is a master at this. Yes. And not to. Not to sound as if, like, she doesn't do any of her own work because she right. absolutely works her tail off. Yeah. But she also knows how to get a ton done because she, she knows how to delegate So we'll talk about that, but Sarah, why don't you tell us a little bit about Crystal?
1: Yeah. Crystal Martin has served with Chi Alpha Campus Ministries USA for over 20 years in a variety of roles, including missionary on the local campus, missionary overseas, and as the Chi Alpha Internationals Director. Presently, she serves as Chi Alpha's Cross-Cultural Missions Director, coordinating Chi Alpha's cross-cultural initiatives, including global missions, international student ministry, diversity initiatives, and compassion ministry partnership. Crystal is a co-creator of World Mission Summit, a partnership between CIOFA and AGWM designed to launch a missions movement in our generation. The phrase coined by Crystal, give a year and pray about a lifetime, gives students a tangible starting place to fulfill their missionary call. In addition to serving with CIOFA, Crystal serves as the National Director of the Network of Women Ministers. She also served on the pastoral staff team of Central Assembly of God as an associate pastor from 2018 to 2022. And throughout her ministry career, Crystal has worked to create a big footprint for the next generation and to advocate for women at all levels of church leadership. Crystal graduated from the University of Arizona and earned a master's degree in organizational leadership from Evangel University. She and her husband, E. Scott Martin, have two sons and a daughter-in-law.
0: Man, we know you're gonna really enjoy this conversation.
1: Welcome, Crystal. It's so good to have you with us today. So good to be here. So awesome. It's fun, Crystal. We have history with Crystal. I was Crystal's intern years ago when I was an undergrad with Network of Women Ministers. Yep. We've worked with Crystal. Crystal's been a part of the pastoral staff here at Central. Mm-hmm. So yes.
0: badly miss you. Uh, yes. I well, know you're too busy for us these days. <laughs> no. Thank you for it's not taking a I'm few too minutes. Busy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's so fun. I still, when I walk into the doors at Central, I still feel that spiritual authority. So mm, call good. me Pastor Crystal. Yes. I I will, I think, I I think, will think people answer. still do, still do right? <laughs> I will answer.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Well, what have you been up to the last uh, little while since you, since you yeah. left us officially?
2: Oh yeah. man, <laughs> I've, I've probably been on the longest travel run since, yeah. you mm. know, the pre COVID where I was traveling quite a bit. It seemed to really escalate in the last six mm-hmm. weeks. So I've been mm. in Sri Lanka, I've been in Egypt, wow. I've been in New Orleans and Miami and Arizona. Oh, my and goodness. Now it,
0: is, is that more Chi Alpha travel? or Network of Women Ministries and everything? Everything.
2: Yeah, Mississippi, I was there for Network of Women Ministers. Yeah. Right. Egypt was actually my last doctoral class. so Wow. It, and then Chi Alpha, different events. So it, it's kind of all of it sure. in the last six weeks. So Busy,
0: I just, but good busy. I'm huh? hearing jet
2: busy. lag, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, oh I know. Oh, my goodness. Lots of different time zones. Do you yeah. know what time it is? <laughs> no, I don't. And I do, you know, a little bit of Benadryl. Yeah, <laughs> sure. sure. <laughs> Once in a while. Wild to get through those jet lag moments yeah. so oh my wow. anyway crazy, but it's all crazy. been fantastic yeah. and I'm actually coming home energized so good. good yeah I mean of course there's the jet lag but every one of my trips in different ways were so powerful and productive that yeah. mm-hmm. it was energizing and I don't have little kids anymore so you know
0: it it's a little easier it yeah maybe, maybe. <laughs> so <laughs> obviously as we're talking about you you are a busy busy person yes. you got a lot we a lot of different leadership hats. Yeah. Um, you got a lot of people under you that are doing a lot of work. Um, so delegating
2: <laughs> becomes a
0: pretty important thing in your life, I would imagine. It does. Yeah. How, how do you do that? Well, I mean, you, from what I've seen, you do it well. Yeah. do you believe you. you do it well
2: I, I, yeah I think I couldn't do what I do without delegation mm. yeah and so it is true and I I think one of my top strength finders since we're a strength mm-hmm. finder family here yeah. um, is maximizer and okay. so mm. that particular strength either of you have that one you I know. Think like so. maximizers no. no so maximizer is you see potential in others and mm. you really like to right. pull it out
0: yep. you're great at that. so
2: I mean I remember working with Sarah as an undergrad mm. and I would just watch her and I'm like oh my goodness, this person has so much talent. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And I, I can't stand it if it doesn't have a platform. Mm-hmm. So I'm always like paying attention to where I need to build platforms. Yeah, and great. so I think it was Scott Hagan that'll say, um, a good leader builds a platform from, for the next generation and mm-hmm. sits on the front row and watches them shine. Yeah. And so I just really enjoy that. That's something I you know, it's part of who I am.
0: So then right. it, would that be your definition of delegation or what What, what, yeah. what would be your definition of delegation? Well,
2: I should have looked it up before. <laughs> I did But you, so have your own. <laughs> you have your own
0: definition.
2: Yeah. I mean, there's two kinds of delegation. And I think for me, I'm always looking at leadership development and mm. I'll use a sports analogy, although I'm not a sports person. So That's forgive great. me if this makes no sense, <laughs> but I, I think about it. Like, are we developing through delegation? Like, let's say I'm a golfer. Mm. I know nothing about golfing except you <laughs> want a low score. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's say I'm a golfer and I'm wanting to grow a team. I think as leaders, we have to pay attention. Are we growing a team of fellow golfers who are going to lead next to us? Mm. Or are we growing a team of caddies who are training to carry our bags? Mm. And I think when I think delegation, I'm always thinking about I want to delegate in a way that I'm training people to walk. Mm. next to me and in the future before me yeah so it's I just feel like I look at it intentionally and if I start seeing people I'm delegating to becoming too much of a caddy Mm. which means they're carrying Mm. my my work instead of using my work to develop their own leadership skills then I know I have to shift so then it's good
0: you might say there's a a negative side to it yeah
2: I mean well Uh, you know, I mean, if you do it the wrong, like you can actually delegate people that really have a call to be caddies. Do you know what I'm saying? And so, um, and, and then that's a great call. And so, but when I'm delegating specifically, I'm, I'm just looking for people who I can maximize who they are and I don't want to get people stuck in, um, in one kind of a role because maybe
1: they're good at it. So good. Well, let's get, let's narrow this down even more because there's delegation in organizations and businesses and companies and churches. And then there's like, you're leading a group. So we're going to specify down, you have a ton of experience with groups because of Chi Alpha. So why is it important to delegate as a group leader? You're a group of eight, 12, you're in a small group setting delegation something worth it? (laughs) It is worth it. And partially because it depends on what kind of small group
2: you're in, of course. And I know you guys have already talked about how to develop those core values. So you know what kind you are, Mm. but I always think of whatever kind of small group that every member is a future leader. And so if you think from that context, I have eight people. And although we love being together and we're establishing good community, I don't want to value community above growing mm-hmm. and expanding and creating new leaders. That's right. That's so in that, if I have eight people, I think through the lens of delegating, first of all, that maximizing word, which is seeing what they're good at. Right. Um, at the same point, you have a small group, you have needs met. You, sure. met. So they, that's part of delegation. Who's going to bring the snacks? Right. You yep. know, yep. Like we just right. want food. And, um, and so who wants to bring the snacks? And so there's that kind of delegation that's just like, okay, every small group has jobs that has to be done. Right. And, um, and so that's more of a practical delegation. And to me, that's the easier side, mm. you know, dividing, dividing jobs up. I would say, you know, and whether it's that kind of delegation where you just, okay, we have jobs to be done. Somebody mm-hmm. needs to bring food. Mm -hmm. Somebody needs to greet someone at the door, somebody. So you can get skill sets involved there, or it could just be delegation. Jobs have to be done. And, um, in leadership development, we want people. I I also think through the lens of, I want to develop generalists, not specialists. So Hmm. I don't want the same person bringing the snack every week. Hmm. I really want to see that everybody can do all the jobs. You need to know how to greet. You need to know how to, um, you know, in, in leadership, we need to know how hospitality and how to make everybody Mm. feel welcome. We need to know how to pray. We need to know how to, um, read something and make three points. We need to know how to be time bound. Mm. So all the skills I I would say in delegation, it's trying to get everyone to develop all of those skills so that they can lead, um, within a year's time. Okay. So
0: you're a group leader and you, you, you want to do what you're saying and you want to give, Mm equal opportunity to all these skills, the, the, the forming of these skills. What if you have some members that are like kind of push back on yeah. something? I mean, is it your responsibility to continue to encourage that in them? Um, and and yeah. continue to just move them through some of that process.
2: It is, and that's a hard thing because I've done a lot of small groups with college students. When it's mm. college students, I don't give them a choice. Yeah, you know, I'm enough older than them, and they're like, I'm not comfortable praying out loud. Well, sorry, too bad. You know, we're gonna we're gonna model it, but by week three, right. have your prayer prepared, and you're gonna yep. be um, you're gonna be doing it out loud. So I think when I'm working with younger folks, it's easier. Um, I think there's more fear the older people get and haven't experienced Mm, something so if you're you know I don't want to just throw an age out there but let's just throw out 45 and you've never prayed out loud and you're perceiving you're with all experts the fear wall to climb over is harder and I think I am sensitive to that oh I don't I mean to just talk about myself, but my second, this my is second, this is why you're, why you're here. What's your empathy. <laughs> so I feel it. <laughs> like if people are like really yeah. afraid to pray out loud, um, you know, I think I am sensitive and I will let people peace out of things mm-hmm. depending on how much resistance they give me. Sure. Um, but if I know. Um, it's somebody that needs to grow in that area. I might talk to them afterwards. I might say, "Hey, can I help you um, develop?" And because that's the most thing that people will say no to is mm-hmm. is speaking up out loud. It's either praying out loud. It's preparing the. Mm-hmm. So if I, you know, if I was going to think about doing a small group, there'd be an opening prayer. There's going to be fellowship time. There's going to be the actual. Bible study or whatever the devotional time is going to be, and there's going to be a closing prayer. Mm -hmm. So I would think about having different people do that every time. Mm -hmm. And um, I would probably do the devotional at least the first three weeks to model it. And then I might have people, um, whether there was a template, so we know it's all over the board on what people are doing, but whether there's a template, I would start... Um, Even easing myself out of that, um, depending on what people were comfortable with in the beginning. So I would always lay the template. Um, I would always talk about how we're going to make this time bound, but then I would pretty quickly start encouraging other people to take on whatever those roles are. Mm -hmm.
1: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So when we talk about barriers or things that keep a leader from delegating, I mean, one, you just said, I give this thought. So someone who doesn't give a thought, they're just showing up, practicing the same pattern. To maybe they struggle to push someone who's uncomfortable sharing, challenging someone to be more participational. So what are some other barriers that keep a leader um, from delegating in a group setting? And how do you combat those barriers? Sometimes it's easier to not delegate.
2: <laughs> I can come in with almost no forethought. Pray. Mm. You you know what I'm saying. So I think it is easier to not delegate. And there's less risk. Yep. You know, until you know people a little bit more... Um, there can be more risk in delegation and things can go more
1: mm-hmm. wrong. So right. you do
2: lose control in a sense. So one of the right. one of the barriers is giving up control. Mm. Um, or I think that's the hardest thing. If people really have the concept, this is how it needs to go mm. and then it gets off. Um, so those are, those are some barriers to delegation yeah. is not thinking about it um, or like you're just really good at it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. why not just do it? Mm-hmm. And then when you have people resist, it's easier to just be like, well, I'll do it. I'm actually comfortable doing right. it. And um, instead of pushing people, thinking about how am I growing the next generation of leaders. Right. And then I just have to add this in. Um, you know that I'm going to say this somewhere as the director of <laughs> network of women ministers <laughs> is to not genderize roles Yes, and um, expect the women to bring the food and the men to pray. Sure. That I, happens often. Yeah. You just have mm-hmm. no idea how often that happens. And so um, that's another um, boundary is, mm. um, whether it's stereotypical gender roles or age, right. you know, you have someone 23, well, let's not ask her to pray. She's going to mm. be uncomfortable with, you know, those kind yeah. of things. Don't, so you don't have label to think people. beyond yeah. genderization yeah. or tradition, or, yeah. um, you just have to really think beyond boxes we naturally put people sure. in. Mm. Um, anyway, I'm always happy when my twenty six-year-old single son brings something to a pop-up <laughs> awesome. right. good job yes. yeah we can all do this we can all do it. so <laughs>
0: awesome. let, let's talk about you some more so you you said maximizer is in your top five right yeah. is it number one did you say
2: no it's number two or number three two. I, I, actually empathy is number one okay number oh that's four. awesome
0: so maximizer obviously there's a little bit of a natural ability for this yeah. in you right Sure. But is delegation a learned skill?
2: Oh, totally. Mm. Totally. I think the people that have the hardest times are the ones that really want to control the outcome. Mm
0: -hmm. Um,
2: I, I'm, I don't have that natural need to control the outcome. I'm okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I am pretty time bound though. So that's probably an outcome I care the most about. So I would talk a lot about it. And I think people that have a harder time delegating sometimes can be better delegators because if they actually take the time to teach rather than give it away too early. Mm. So if, do you know what I'm saying? There's a, there's a line, you can give away things too early. And so sometimes people that are not natural delegators, if they will take it on can actually be better delegators Mm. because they will take the time to actually teach the skill Mm. instead of giving it away too early. And so if you do have that mind of like, Hey, it needs to look this way, then you know, sometimes he'll teach the skill a little more yeah. um, sure. firmly. So I definitely can be um, trained. I think everyone could and should do some form of delegation. It's okay. awesome. Have you
0: have you had? Can you share an experience where you didn't yeah. delegate and things mm-hmm. went poorly?
2: This is going to be, I'm like pulling this out from a basket from so many years ago, <laughs> right. that, but it still gives me post traumatic stress. Aww. So I'll just go ahead and share it. And it was when I was attending a smaller church than Central, mm-hmm. and I got the great job of being the nursery coordinator. <laughs> I, it's the hardest job of the whole church. Yes, it is. And delegation is hard because people have to like, be in the nursery. (laughs) Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh And I would, um, you know, kind of last minute, somebody would call and say, hey, I can't be Mm. there. So there's like lots of, so this isn't really a small group, but in a sense, no matter what you do in the church, you're developing leaders. And it's, you know, so um, I think because sometimes I, my hardest thing is asking people to do hard things. And so Mm. calling people on a Sunday morning to do something that I know is going to be hard. Yeah. I would just do it myself. Mm. And so I ended up just stretching myself that literally 20 years later, I'm still have a bit of post-traumatic stress and I haven't volunteered in the nursery for years. (laughs) I just didn't do it well. And, um, so anyway, that pulled back from a long time, but I think when you start just doing everything yourself, you're going to burn out, whether it's small group or leading a division in the church or whatever, um, you're going to burn
0: out. I wonder if, that experience is some of the reason why you Maybe have become so a good de- delegator. Right, right? okay. No <laughs> You're so scared of not doing that. Out of, <laughs> yeah,
1: out of like major stress. Right. Oh my goodness. Wow. So, say a group leader is listening to this, they're not really sure if they're good at delegation or not. Like, what questions should we be asking ourselves to do check in if? I'm trying to control my group more and I think I'm delegating, but really I'm controlling it. And what are questions to be checking in with ourselves?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think the, are we training golfers or caddies? Okay. Might be a good question to ask. And so if all of your delegation is about bringing food Um, where are we going to have it like more logistics, Mm. then you're probably developing small group caddies, those that can live as assistants. Mm -hmm. If we really want to delegate in a fashion that we're creating leaders, I think your checklist or your questions, um, can every person in my small group after the year they're with me Mm. lead a small group?
1: That's good. And
2: if they can't, then you probably need to check your delegation Mm. because in my opinion a year's enough. Like there's no reason that every single person shouldn't be able to leave your small group ready to lead the next Mm -hmm. year, um, after spending a year with you. So those would be my questions. Who am I developing? And then how am I developing them?
1: It's great. Such a good illustration too.
0: (laughs) And again, not that, not that you can't develop caddies, Exactly. That's, that's right. A, Logistics
1: not, are super important. They
0: there's
2: are no hierarchy. <laughs> right. Um, and we all do them both, and it's kind right. of like you know we love to use Mary and Martha. Yep. Um, my thing is sometimes we give Mary the higher status, we do. but right. no. Right. We all need to eat. And if exactly. your small group does not have hospitality, nobody's going to come back. Right. So we don't want to create hierarchy. But I mean, we really want to be able to do both mm-hmm. and do them both well.
0: Yeah. And so. Those logistics kind of come at the front end right. of, of a group gathering. And then by the end of that year, you want to be able to see people within the group, be able to. Go off and do it all on their own. Go
2: off and do it all. And, um, you know, the biggest thing I've noticed recently, I'm a pastor's kid. I was trained from the time I was young to be a welcomer. It's a lost art. And training people how to really welcome well and make people unlike you feel comfortable, um, those kind of skills are going to translate from your small group to how they work in the office. So when you think about it, you're not just training people for small group, you're going to start seeing how do you welcome people in your office setting? How do you make hospitality create the kindling for evangelism yeah. and sharing your faith? And sh- so, so it's, um, I think we're training people beyond the small group when yeah. we are intentional at delegation.
1: Right, right. And you might start with logistics but you might have the person in your group who is prepared and ready to pray each week and delegation looks like for them being at the door and greeting or bringing (laughs) the cookies you know like it is it is it's not a hierarchy they're both totally necessary important to have that so good
2: and people like if you know it's a hard time have them write their prayer out before they come I mean there's so many ways that you can involve everyone so and and to create to like limit that fear factor, right? It's
1: so good. Yeah, I, th-
0: I think we we have we have a great leader in in all of this delegation in Jim Bradford. Right, he knows how to Definitely. pull the best out of us. Totally, and I think part of that is that he just he believes the best in us. Yeah. So I think that's that's got to be part. Of, you you start there, like you believe. The best in people. And that's, I think that's what I've learned from him. Believe the best in people at first. Believe they can right. do the job. If, that's, I feel like, half the battle. If they know that you believe that in them, right. they're probably going to gonna stand up to the challenge yes. and, and right. be able to take care of it. So um, that's, that's a really cool thing. And there's
2: very, there's so much joy. You can think about if you're a small group leader, is your joy about leading, having a great small group leader, having a great small group or is your joy going to be in seeing each of mm. your people in your group grow and excel to the next level? Yeah. And if that's right. where your joy lies, you're just going to be
0: bubbling and overflowing. Yep. You're right. It's
1: so good. Well, we're gonna go ahead and wrap up. That time flies with these man; they really do.
0: I could go on forever. I know. I know.
1: (laughs) I have the time in front of me, so I'm responsible for this. This is my. This is what was delegated to me. This is important. Time bound. But before we hop off, do you have any last takeaways? Any last. Points, comments you would want the listeners to hear about delegation? Well, if I can just say, last point is I love small groups and I'm <laughs> proud of
2: Central. I think we're going in the right direction as we start developing all different kinds of small groups that are enabling us to come together in community and um, go out in um, authority. Yeah. Right. So um, I'd say that would be my last word is let's yeah. let's go do this. Right well great good last
1: word well <laughs> and courage. you've done
0: so much to help us yeah uh, oh. get there and um oh, we, we, we're so glad you and scott are still apart speaking yes. of scott we we're gonna be having a conversation with Yay. him right pretty soon yeah. yes. as well so be you guys ready. will be hearing from yeah. scott as well i'm soft up. spoken
2: compared to him so <laughs> that, that <laughs> so one might good. be
0: harder to go 20 minutes that's i'm true. not sure that's true <laughs> so anyways thank you crystal yeah. for taking thank the time you. it's been great to have you on the thank podcast yes Wow. What an awesome conversation so with Crystal. Good. She's the best. I mean, I, I honestly could have just kept talking with her <laughs> She's for a while. So fun. I miss Crystal. We used to work together on a lot of things and it was, it was always fun. So yes. good to be back with yes. her. Thank you for uh, taking a listen. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Uh, I think a big takeaway for me was just that analogy that kind of ran throughout the conversation of, um, you know, developing caddies versus developing golfers. Mm. Uh, meaning, you know, a caddy, is somebody that's just going to get the logistics done. Now, again, we need those things done, right? But in the end, what are we really trying to develop? We're trying to develop leaders right. here at Central Assembly and whatever group you might be leading, uh, we're trying to develop leaders. So I think that was a huge standout piece for me.
1: Yes, that's awesome. And you love golf. So and that, I like golf. That yeah. makes sense. I play with your husband. <laughs> yeah, I think one of the takeaways for me that I'm probably going to just – ponder for a while is the idea of a well-rounded um delegation model and so i think it's easy to find um step where people are all being involved they're all doing something in a group setting that's mm-hmm. wonderful that's awesome it's going smooth and to not want to shift that like it's going well yeah and so challenging yourself all right if this person is always new, like let's let them stretch and try something that maybe they're more uncomfortable right or they're not up to do just and doing that check on like gender gender stereotypes yes um you know let, let all the guys make the make the meal one evening. <laughs> like, it's probably going to be super awesome, too. Like, yeah. it's not going to be a shock, you know? We, yeah. we know how to cook. So, anyway, I think that's just really important to keep in the forefront of mind challenging um, just the delegation that you're giving.
0: Yeah, I think that's great. Well, again, we thank you guys for listening today. Uh, if you like the episode, make sure you uh, leave us a rating. Yeah. Make sure you share the episode with your friends on, on Facebook, uh, Instagram, everywhere. Um, we just love you guys and love what you're doing and we are behind you in your corner. So God bless you all. We'll see you next time.